superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Now the court of public opinion is trying to be swayed by an agent saying, ha, ah, the temerity. The Rich Eisen Show. This baseball organization not fly my client private to the All-Star Home Run Derby. Uh, I can't think of something that fans would probably say. G-T-O-H. Earlier on the show, ESPN senior NBA writer Brian Wintourst. Coming up, NFL on Fox analyst and three-time Super Bowl champion Mark Schlereth. Comedian David A. Arnold. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, hour number two, the Rich Eisen show is on the air. And you never know. You never know in this crazy uh, mixed-up uh, sports world we live in. Uh, I, I would never have thought uh, on the Monday before training camps open in the National Football League writ large. Every single team by this point tomorrow will have every single player that's under contract or willing to show up <laughs> at their facilities tomorrow. I would never have thought I'd spend the first hour of this program talking predominantly National Basketball Association news, but, but I'm when, okay uh, with it. I, I know. I'm, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just saying. You know, you're a basketball you, guy. I tried to tell I you that am. months ago. You're big basketball. Did, guy. did 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 I saw your tweet? Did everybody miss episode 10 of The Last Dance with that guy with a flock of seagulls haircut talking about Dennis Rodman going to hang out with wrestling people? Wrestling people? No, you mean the NWO? No, remember he remember he left to go hang yeah, out with wrestling? To you go know? hang out with the NWO. Yeah, okay, yeah. very good. Yeah. <laughs> Full lie. Come on. I'm a basketball guy. Number of times I sat next to Stuart Scott and watched him get all the Jordan highlights. <laughs> Did you, did you ever like be like, yo, Stu, can I get one of Never these? once. Never once. Because he knew the Michigan Wolverines and Yankee stuff was mine. It was I mean, a nice I, I, it was I, a nice it was a nice Rich, division of labor. Blindly and loyally devoted to Michigan. Yes. But a Michigan highlight as opposed to a Michael Jordan ninety six highlight, bro. Come on. I understand it wasn't a fair trade. <laughs> come I understand on, it wasn't yo. a fair trade. I mean, it's like, just you know, it's Stu 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 just had you know, all due respect to respect amazing I'm, goal. I'm, could you imagine UNC beats Duke? And then I'm like, can I get the highlights, Stuart? Ah. Please. Get <laughs> no out of here. I'm just saying. No <laughs> get out of here. So uh, hour number three, David A. Arnold, the uh, comedian with uh, a red-hot Netflix special. It will be here in studio. He's a diehard Browns fan. We already chatted with Brian Winhorst about the Durant stuff, about Russ Russell Westbrook and what's going on with him and the Lakers, about um, his, uh, his great um, – Rudy Gobert soliloquy from year, uh, months, uh, weeks ago that uh, went viral. If you missed any of it, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. But let's talk some football. And let's talk some football with one of our favorite guests. And I'm not just saying that because he's on hold waiting for, to be introduced. 
uh, a 12-year veteran of the National Football League and three-time Super Bowl champion. So and on average, he won one every four years. But as we all know, uh, a Denver Bronco team that went back-to-back as well. He is a three-time Super Bowl champion and a terrific listen whenever he gets to call games on Fox, as he will do so this fall. None other than Mark Schlereth back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Mark? Rich, I am doing great. Great to hear your voice. Hope you're doing well, buddy. I am doing very well. So which team are you high on the most, Mark Schlereth, as we are entering training camp? Which team are you particularly excited maybe they're vastly improved you can say the rams they are defending super bowl champs but go for it the team you are high on the most entering the 2022 nfl season is well i i mean i've got a bunch of them that i love i I love tampa i love todd bulls taking over as the head coach i love what they have on the defensive side of the ball obviously tom brady and i think that division rich when you look at new orleans and who's going to play quarterback there you look at the transition that they're going through in Carolina with the quarterback situation you look in um you know you look at that division the Atlanta Falcons to me I think maybe they they might have one of the easiest paths to a division championship and some home field advantage throughout the playoffs so like I really like kind of where they are and the way they line up based upon their division you know you could sit there and say hey I love the Chargers or hey, I love the the Kansas City Chiefs or the Broncos with Russell Wilson or even the Raiders with their offseason acquisitions in Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams. But that division is, come on. I mean, I think that's the four best quarterbacks ever put in one division at any time that I can think of in NFL history. Uh, It's just ridiculous. So, like, I think Tampa has probably one of the best routes to, uh, like I said, home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Yeah, I guess you could say Green Bay has a, a, a particularly similar path, unless you're you're high on the yeah. Vikings, I would imagine. Um, and, uh, you know, the Lions might get, uh, you know, get, get somebody here or there this year. Um, but uh, I guess you could say that about Green Bay. But it's, it, you're right about the AFC West, and I'll just throw it out here. Uh, I have been all over the Raiders. I love the Devontae Adams uh, acquisition. Uh, I think it's a rarity when you've got a talent like his uh, being acquired, and then even more rare that the quarterback who you're pairing him with goes way back. They're tight. They love each other, and the chemistry is already there, and they've already played together, um, although years ago. I I love what the Raiders have done, and I think they win that division, and I hand it off to you that way, Mark Slareth. Well, you know, I, I I hate the Raiders with the white hot intensity of a thousand suns, so uh, it's hard for me to pick them. But let me let me just tell you, I, I think they're a pretty damn good team. I think uh, Derek Carr is one of the most undervalued players in the league, regardless of position. I think he's that good. And Devontae Adams, like Aaron Aaron Rodgers told me about Devontae Adams. He said, "Listen, man, this guy comes back to the huddle, and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't throw a fit about, hey, man, I'm open or this, that, or the other. He'll say, hey." In this formation, when we were in this in the first quarter, I got this coverage and I got this leverage. So if we get into a critical situation in third down, we get back in that formation with that play called, I'm going to change my route to this. And I'll be wide open. And then Aaron will go, okay, duly noted. They'll get in the situation. They'll look at each other and go, okay, we're in. Like his intelligence rivals that of Cooper Cup at the wide receiver position, like a quarterback playing wide receiver. And then – in critical situations, second down and long, third down and long situations, 
I mean, you know he's going to get double teamed, and it doesn't matter. He's just better than you. He's like Globo Jim. We're better than you, and we know it. You know, he that's that's the way that guy plays the game, the way he plays that position. So I, I'm with you on the Raiders, their acquisitions. Chandler Jones, um, probably undervalued. Uh, you know, people think of him as just a pass rusher, but that dude can play the run. That guy plays with great leverage. He's a really good football player. Uh, on the opposite side of, uh, you know, Max Crosby, who is just, that dude has a nonstop motor. So I'm I'm with you on the Raiders and their offseason acquisitions. I think they've significantly improved their uh, their roster. So who do you have winning the AFC West, Mark Schlereth? Um, and because um, I know you you clearly know the Broncos organization and you you're there. You've got a front row seat there in Denver in the great state of Colorado. Uh, the expectation level for them is what? And then if you wouldn't mind buttoning up with who you think wins a division. If it is them, or the Raiders, or yeah, the I think other their team. Expect, yeah, I think their expectation level is, you know, the, it's playoffs. That, that's the expectation level. But you've got a first-time head coach, a bunch of, you know, first-time coordinator, a, a, just a bunch of first-timers on that coaching staff. And, you know, ultimately, you've got a roster that looks like it's full of potential. But what we used to say about potential when I was playing, potential gets you fired. You know, I like, hey, potential's great, but I want guys who can play. So I don't know what they are at the tight end position right now. I don't know really what they are at the wide receiver position. I don't know what Jerry Judy is going to be. You know, we assume with a legitimate quarterback that he is going to have star potential, but he hasn't shown that to this point. You know, so like he's an incredible athlete, but that doesn't make you a great wide receiver at this point. So there's a lot of question marks there that, you know, I always say this about the Chargers. As much as I like them on paper, you know, Chargers are going to Charger. They're going to find a way to, to screw up four games. Like, they just that's who they are. And they've always been that way. And until they prove me otherwise, uh, I can't pick them. I'd probably go with Kansas City, but I'll be really interested to see what Andy Reid kind of, what he evolves into. Because Tyreek Hill, as you know, is probably the most dynamic athlete in the National Football League. And I had uh, Wink Martindale tell me, who was defense coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens, now the defense coordinator with the New York Giants, Hmm. tell me, and this guy's been coaching forever, he said, on a football field, in football pads, I have never seen Tyree Hill's equal when it comes to speed and quickness and in and out of breaks. It's like what you see on film, you think, wow, this guy's really fast. We've got to be really careful. And then what you see on the field, it's like he cranks it up to a different level. So, like, you're going to miss that. And Andy Reid has a propensity not to run the football. He doesn't want to win that way. That's not what he does. And so I'll be interested to see, like, if they can create those explosive, big, over-the-top uh, over plays, you know, those drives that, that last three plays and go 82 yards. Like, do, can they do that without Tyreek Hill either catching it and making the play or taking all the pressure off the rest of the guys so they can make plays? Mark Schlereth here on the Rich Eisen Show. So you think the Chiefs, you're going to take the Chiefs then to win that division? I'm going to, I'm going to take, take the Chiefs with trepidation. Um, Chiefs I like trepidation. the Raider pick, but uh, picking okay. the Raiders would be like eating a turd sandwich for me. So <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Mark Schlereth here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so now which second-year quarterback do you think is going to take the biggest leap this year? You've got uh, Trey Lance is going to get his shot in San Francisco. Um, Justin Fields um, is going to get his second crack at it, this time for the first time from week one. Um, you know, you've got Mac Jones, who's on the MJ-10 system. He show, he's shown up rocked out. Um, then you've got Zach Wilson, 
with the Jets, uh, who have added a ton of great pieces, and Trevor Lawrence, who has the benefit of not just being Trevor Lawrence, uh, but getting Doug Peterson, who is kind of a two-for-one. He's a, a, a quarterback guru mixed up with a uh, a Super Bowl champion uh, uh, resume, and he's also not Urban Meyer. So put it all together. Um, I've set it up for you so you could maybe noodle it in your head. Which quarterback, second-year quarterback, is going to have the biggest leap? Mark Schlereth, what do you think? Hey, well, yeah, like I, said, I think that Mac Jones was incredible last year, and if I had to put money on one of those guys, it would be Mac Jones. Stability of organization, Bill Belichick. I know they lost uh, uh, Josh McDaniels, their offense coordinator, as the head coach of the Raiders. But still, I think that that is probably the best situation. Jacksonville, you mentioned Doug Peterson. It's still Jacksonville. There's still a level of dysfunction within that organization. We'll see if they can, you know, fix that. Um, I like the pieces the Jets added, and and I really like Zach Wilson coming out as well. But again, you know, the, again, it comes down to overcoming what's in your division as part of it. You've got the Buffalo Bills twice in that division. You've got the New England Patriots in that division. You've got the Miami Dolphins who have put, you know, a lot of pieces to the puzzle in that division, depending on how Tua plays. So that would be my inclination. I still think that Trey Lance, you know, is an incredible athlete, didn't play a lot in college, didn't play very much last year. There's going to be a big learning curve there, Uh, along with Justin Fields as well. And, And, you know, the the Eberflus hire as a defensive guy, you know, the Eber, like Eberflus, it sounds like a Dr. Seuss instrument that you played. <laughs> you know, I played Eberflus last night. Yes, I do believe it. I do believe. amazing. So, uh, I do believe that was one of the that, instruments that the cat in the hat cleaned up uh, uh, at the very end of that, uh, right. that book. I agree. Yes, he picked he up the Eberflus. He Eberflus. <laughs> yes, he, he did. stuck it in his hat and then he wandered off. I mean, I just, I don't, I, I just don't know what that is. And, and Justin Fields, like Justin Fields is an incredible athlete, but he wasn't he wasn't ready to play in the NFL last year. We'll see the progression that he makes. Um, you know, we'll see what what he makes of, of that. But I still think he's a ways off, and I'm not saying he can't be great at some point. But I think that that Mac Jones, just from an understanding level of understanding, um, kind of a professionalism and and being prepared to play in the National Football League. That guy had the biggest advantage, and, and he took advantage of that, and I think he'll just continue to grow. What do you think about Trey Lance, Mark? What do you think about his 2022 season going into it right now? Well, you know, I think that I think Kyle Shanahan does a phenomenal job with formations, with personnel groupings, of keeping a defense off balance with the running game. You know, last year I talked to probably 12 different teams that I have relationships with, and all 12 of them were studying the San Francisco 49ers running game. All of them. And so – you know, you start taking that running game, that wide zone base running game, and you start adding all the zone read stuff and all the things that Trey Lance can bring and the play action stuff that comes off of that. Uh, I think from a setup standpoint, he'll be set up. Now it's just a matter of his ability to execute and execute in the tough situations. You know, when you don't have all the play action stuff created for you, when all of a sudden you're in a game where you're in third down and long a bunch and you got to operate from the pocket, that's where a lot of those guys that are very skilled athletes but haven't had a lot of experience playing the game, that's where they start to suffer a little bit. And, you know, that's been the criticism of Lamar Jackson over the years is he's got to be better in those situations. And I think he'd be the first to tell you, yeah, I've got to keep improving in those situations. And I think, you know, the Baltimore Ravens would tell you the same thing. So I think that for me is, is where 
uh, I struggle saying Trey Lance is ready to roll because he just hasn't done a lot of that. Well, in terms of the the running game that you just mentioned, the Shanahan running game that everybody's um, that everybody's trying to mimic or study and then replicate, Mike McDaniel is the guy who helped you know put a lot of those wrinkles in there, like like the the tosses to. Um, Debo, mm-hmm. we're not 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 the direct handoffs, but he putting him in a position right. where he can get a direct handoff, but instead tossing it to him, which adds to the certain angle and the way that they would block. I mean, there's a certain nuance to this that McDaniel uh, was helping come up uh, with or work with Shanahan on. How do you think Miami's going to look? You know, what do you think he's going to affect in Miami with this track star roster that they seem to be putting together? Hey there mark uh, yeah it's still it's yeah it still comes down to being able to dictate and run situations you know and one of the things about that offense with uh, mike mcdaniel is your ability um to run the ball in in situations where it doesn't feel advantageous to run the ball second down and long situations right uh third down and third down and you know five minus can you still run the ball and convert first downs in in those situations because usually you'll have a better matchup from a personnel standpoint. You know, you're going to get play uh, in third down and, and four and a half, third down and five, um, in nickel fronts and, and dime fronts, you know, extra DBs on the football field. So can you do you have a legit one-back running game? And that's where Kyle Shanahan and Mike McDaniel have done a really good job of making the defense have to play the entirety of your playbook. And I think that's one thing that you'll see that will be vastly different. Um and then all the, you know, like you talked about the nuance stuff, all the jet sweep versus the orbit sweep stuff mm. during, uh, you know, all that stuff that Debo did last year that was, you know, absolutely incredible. Um, and then you can add that and supplement your running game with all those kind of adjunct plays out of out of motion and, and from your wide receiver position. So it just makes you that much more difficult to defend. And the great thing about that stuff, Rich, is um, – if you call that play, nine guys are doing the same exact thing that they would be doing on a wide handoff play. So, like, you think, oh, this out-of-the-orbit sweep, man, it's so much more confusing. No, it's not. Everybody's doing the same exact thing, only somebody else is carrying the ball. So from a blocking scheme standpoint, we don't change a damn thing up front. So to the defense, you can make it look like, you know, seven, eight different plays. But to the offense, we're blocking it the exact same way, regardless if the running back is carrying it, the, the fullback is carrying it, the tight end is carrying it, the wide receiver is carrying it. It doesn't matter to us. And so it, it's, it's incredibly complex while being simple at the same time. The juxtaposition of complexity and simplicity all wrapped into one. I love it, man. This is great football talk. Last couple of minutes with you, Mark Schlereth, before I send you on on your, your Monday. The offensive line you'd take over any other entering 2022 is which one? Mark Schlereth. Oh gosh, I really like. Hey, I really like the changes they made last year in Kansas City. Uh, Trey Smith at the guard position was a Pro Bowler. Humphrey, the center. Uh, you know, Brown at the at the tackle position. Like they completely revamped Tooney at the guard position. I think they're. I think they're about as as good and solid a group as anybody in the National Football League, and they have to be because. They're probably asked to protect more mm. than anybody else in the National Football League because, you know, like I said, Andy Reid likes to throw the ball and run a few screens, and occasionally he'll hand it off. But that's not what he likes to do. And that's as an offensive lineman, that that is really hard to be good 
when everybody and their brother's uncle knows you're going to throw it on a consistent basis. Yeah, then the quarterback extends a play, too. I mean, you can't go downfield right. either. I mean, you got to be mindful of where yeah. you are at all times, you know? I, I tell you, the Philadelphia is outstanding. Both tackle positions, guard, center, they're super physical. They're, they're one of the best in, in the business. There's a bunch of them out there that are really good, but those two kind of off the top of my head come to mind. Mark Schlereth, you the man. Look for more of my calls, man. Uh, always greatly appreciate your insight and uh, your humor and uh, your time. Thanks thanks again. Appreciate Anytime, it. Anytime, my friend. Be well. Right back at you. That's Mark Schlereth, three-time Super Bowl champ right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I have some thoughts on the Dolphins and Tyreek Hill and what's going on there. I want to take a break. Do that. Overreaction Monday and more of your phone calls. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial when we come back. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Oh boy, this is it! Is to putt to win the tournament. You seek it, the champ. You sink it. The championship is yours, but on your backswing. Could you imagine your, uh, you take your takeaway? Uh, the your hat falls over your eyes. This is a one act play set up by the good folks at Netsuite to let you understand that maybe poor visibility and your reliance on old spreadsheets and outdated finance software is affecting how you're running your business. To see the full picture. Please upgrade upgrade yourself to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is a number one cloud financial system that gives you the full picture of your business with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. So be one of the over 31,000 businesses that already use NetSuite. This summer, NetSuite is a special financing program for those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. Head to NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. Okay, let me try and tell you not to take a particular piece of cheese that's sitting out there right now. Do not take this cheese. The cheese is Tyreek Hill. Seemingly slagging on Patrick Mahomes by talking up Tua Tungavailoa. He said Tua is the most accurate passer in the NFL. Today said that. <laughs> what are we doing? He was on, uh, on uh, first take today. Okay. He was asked to identify the determining factor between the Jets and the Dolphins, according to uh, pro football talker Frank Florio. I'm reading from his post. And uh, you remember in the, in, the, in the hell going on month of uh, March... Remember that? We come to work. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill wants out. And the Chiefs are like, there's the door. And then all of a sudden, the Jets and the Dolphins are bidding against each other. And then all of a sudden, he's a Dolphin. 
That happened in like a span of like three hours, right? <laughs> that didn't play out. It wasn't a slow motion car crash. It was boom. Two cars colliding. And it was the Jets and the Dolphins. And remember I said, and again, I don't know if you really want me on your side with the don't trade for Durant thing. Remember I said, Jets, don't do it. Don't do it. You're not ready for this guy yet. You're not ready for him yet. Keep building slowly. Keep building young. Don't spend $30 million on one wide receiver. And as it turned out, it really wasn't much of a decision for Hill anyway. Although, this is what his answer was. Quote, again, this is why he chose the Dolphins over the Jets. Quote, Zach Wilson is a dog, but I'd rather play with the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. That's Tyreek Hill about his current quarterback, Tua. Tungo Vilo. Now, let's be totally, brutally honest here. Tyreek Hill chose the Dolphins over the Jets for a, a couple of reasons that I do believe supersedes Tua's dart throwing. One, it's South Florida. It's Miami. That's number one. Okay? Would you rather live in South Florida or would you rather live, as most Jets and Giants do, in suburban New Jersey? Sorry, Mikey. You're choosing South Florida. You're choosing Miami. That's what you're choosing. And would you rather go to the Northeast where you got to pay state income tax or would you rather go to Florida and not. <laughs> Deuces, Jets. Out. Come on. Now then. He is talking up his quarterback. Boy, is he just absolutely writing checks. And I think it's great. This is what he should be doing. He should be talking up his quarterback. This is his guy. We all know. We all know. And I... I have been accused of being a card-carrying member of Tuanon. Tuanon, okay. Oh, you're in. I you're do. In, I love deep. the guy. I love him, and I think Mike McDaniel's bringing a system where he doesn't have to hold on to it too long. Just get it in the hands of somebody who could uh, just burn it up. See ya. Lot of seventy-one-yard touchdowns on three-yard throws. Okay. <laughs> That's what this this system is built to do. Just get it out of your hands. And then, you know, once uh, maybe somebody bites on that route, Tyreek Hill does a double move and you see him waving his hand. And we'll see how many times Tua hits that hand. We're going to see that. We're going to see it. And it's going to be Tua's job to hit that hand. And guess what? If he doesn't hit that hand, Mike McDaniel comes from a spot where, say, quarterbacks take you to a Super Bowl, and then don't hit that hand when you're going over the top to try and beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And that guy suddenly gets replaced by a third overall selection that they trade their entire drafts, plural, future in the first round to go get. So Tua's got a shot. But if he doesn't do it, he will not last very long. And I don't blame Tyreek Hill for saying what he is saying. Talking him up. He might even sense that Tua needs it. I don't know if he does. I, the kid, when he showed up on our set in Miami, 
right, before he got drafted, didn't seem to me to need any extra confidence. Mm -hmm. But the NFL can shake and rattle you. So you're going to hear that Tyreek Hill is disrespecting Patrick Mahomes and he's disrespecting the Chiefs. That might be bad breakup stuff. I don't know. But he's got to do what he's doing. What is he going to say? If he says anything remotely sniffing in the other direction, a hint otherwise, it'll be he misses Mahomes. He misses Mahomes. He's kind of regretting it. No, he is talking up his guy because two of his is guy. He's pumping him for the Heisman. And let's see. The Dolphins are a team I cannot wait to watch what Mike McDaniel is doing with all the pieces that they have there. One of the most fascinating 2022 teams for me, Miami Dolphins. But the problem is we've all seen Tua play football. We have in the past. We have in the past. We have in the past when he came out. And, you know, let's give him. Let's it hasn't him, been great. Bro, let's give him a little slack. The guy needed his hip repaired. Okay. And then. I get, I get it. No, no, I get it. Now, okay, uh, now it's his team 100% for sure. Deshaun Watson is no longer looming over him. The owner can't, isn't knocking on anyone else's door at the trade deadline to meet with him. Okay. Or at the, at the dock, <laughs> waiting for the ship to come in. That <laughs> ship has now, if you will, <laughs> sailed. I mean, Sean Payton might loom over Mike McDaniel for whatever reason. Well, he's on the Dolphins are on Peyton's list. They could be on Peyton's list all you want. As you know, I we are big Mike McDaniel fans here, and I think he is a genius. And he's funny, and he's I think he's gonna keep things loose. I, I need to see how he handles timeouts and stuff like that. I have a feeling yeah. he'll he'll have that down to a science as well. You know, game management and things of that nature. Losing streaks and things of that nature. We'll see. But Dolphins won eight of their last nine last they year. Did. So, I mean, there's something there, They guys. did, there's and let's just there. see what Tua can do. Yeah, and then do. they fired the head coach. I know. Well, yeah, that's also we true. all know something was up there. But that's all, you know, done. Tua doesn't have that lingering over him this year, but he does have the, hey, you see what happened to Baker Mayfield? Suddenly, you know, he's on a podcast with the dog belly up, and now he's on the Carolina Panthers. Hoping to have a spot next year there, maybe, or using it to – Elevate yourself elsewhere. I think that would happen to Tua if it does not work out with him and Tyree Kill this year. And we'll just see one more. The, the first several times Tua puts his hand up. And, I mean, uh, Tyreek puts his hand up and doesn't get it or doesn't hit his hands. All right, TJ, you brought this up. I just want to look at the numbers real quick. So the Dolphins did win eight of the last nine. Okay, mm-hmm. Tua didn't play in the first game that started that streak, a win against Houston. Yeah, percent. Okay. But in seven of those eight wins, he only had nine touchdowns and well, was sacked 13 times. Last year, it was the don't, you know, it was the game management school mm-hmm. of, of uh, the Ross game management school of business. And bottom line is there's no game the w, management right? here, man. There's no game management here. There will be, or, or I don't know, he could be the Jimmy G of this equation. Raheem Mostert is there. And if anybody knows how to use him, it's McDaniel. Maybe they do run it down your throat 35 times a game, and then all he's got to do. I don't think Tyree Kill would be terribly happy about that, nor would it be the smartest play, I don't think. Waddle. They got speed everywhere. Waddle had a terrific. Yeah, Waddle's going to be a monster. Season last year. If he can get the ball. Fascinating. Can't wait to see him. All right. Um, 
844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. You ready for a little overreaction Monday? Or do you want to, let's take a phone call, and then we'll do it on the other side. How's let's that do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Let's, let's take do it. a phone call here on the program. Terzo in Iowa. Terzo. All, rise. All, rise. All, all rise. All rise. What's up, Terzo? How you been? Hey, Brockman, TJ, happy late birthday, guys. Hey, thanks, thanks Terzo. Hey, Rich, I didn't know that I was going to be a foot taller than Jeff in Detroit. That blows my mind. Dude, uh, are you 6'5"? Wait, you're 6'5", Terzo? Yeah, I'm 6'5". Oh, oh, matches you. We mean. found out one of our listeners wow. and, and, and regulars is, is smaller than we thought. And who do? Dog matches human. Terzo's like Josh Allen. Wow. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dude, so you're, wait a minute, you're, you're litigating at 6'5"? Are you like looming over the jury box and stuff like that? What are you doing? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm huge whenever I walk in the courtroom, especially with my long hair, man. I stand out. All rise works. Damn. Aaron Judge it. Okay, Terzo. Aaron Judge. All right, you have the floor. What's up, tall man? Hey, so, so I got I got just got a couple things for you, Rich. If if I'm any team in the NBA, I'm not trading for KD, especially if I'm Boston. I'm not depleting the cupboard. I just can't do it. Second, um, I'm a huge baseball fan. It was my first love, kind of like you. Um, I'm just really disappointed in in what they have done. Not allowing Bonds and Clemens into the Hall of Fame, I think, is just a travesty. I'm a huge Bonds fan. I've been my entire life. And I knew whenever I was a little kid that all of these guys were using steroids. And baseball had an obligation, I think, to kind of clean it up then and not, be, not go back and punish these guys after the fact. All of these writers, they did. You know, they gave them seven MVPs, seven uh, Cy Youngs, and look at where we're at now. You voted for them then. Why punish him now? I'm just I'm just upset with it. Well, uh, my stance has always been Terzo. Put it on the plaque. It's a museum. It's a baseball shrine. It's a Cooperstown uh, Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. It's a museum. So you put it on the plaque. This is what uh, the only – thanks for the call. The only problem is, you know, with Bonds, was he ever convicted of anything? Was he ever – I mean – No, because he has the greatest best friend ever. Remember, his trainer wouldn't uh, wouldn't snitch. He just got up there, said so nothing, just, and did the jail time. Put it on a plaque. He did it in the steroid era, and if somebody's actually, if somebody's actually, um, do you say there was, you know, questions know. and what is it? We never him? have come up with a language for it. The language is tough. Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player I've ever seen. So that's all I. I, I my, my stance has always been Bonds, McGuire, and Clemens. Before anybody got a hint of anything or a sniff of anything, they they had Hall of Fame numbers before. McGuire hit forty nine as a rookie, rail thin. Well, Bonds, he, was, he, he wasn't rail thin. I, he still had Popeye forearms a little. Take a bit. look at him. Take he a look at him. He, he was, you know, Barry Bonds' foot also grew one and a half sizes. So <laughs> does it affect your feet? Feet and head. Didn't know that. Who knew? All right, we'll take a break here on the Rich Eisen Show. Overreaction Monday and more when we return here to the program. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. It's the biggest party of the summer. Witness Brock Lesnar challenge Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship at SummerSlam. Streaming live this Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, only on Peacock. And don't miss the fallout the following Monday on WWE Raw Live on USA Network at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Acknowledge oh, you me. kind of feel right there. I just love the I love the uh, the language of witness. Yeah. Brock Lesnar challenge yeah. Roman Reigns. Yeah. Witness. 
you know, can I, I get a witness? We are slowly. I mean, it's going to be much harder than turning you into a basketball guy, but slowly, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of a wrestling guy. No, just, yeah, got to go a little higher register than that. Mm-hmm. And you went very high register. Big time mm-hmm. high register. Overreaction saying. Monday. Let's hit it. Hit it. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. Christopher, you have the floor. All right, guys. Football. We made it. We made it. No more weekends without football until February. That's awesome. Okay, so looking at some of the headlines here. So Devontae Adams was talking about uh, how he's excited to go from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another. That was kind of interesting. (laughs) Devontae Adams, you know, in the last two years has had 29 touchdowns. So my overreaction is this. Devontae Adams is going to have at least 14 this season. Bingo. Yes, sir. I'm back in my play every single time when this comes up. Anything you ask me about the Las Vegas Raiders until football actually play. Of course. (laughs) I did their record the other day in the win-loss game. I made them 12-5, and and I made them 5-1 and in division, which is what you need to be if you want to win this ridiculously difficult and competitive division, as Mark Schlereth just earlier this hour echoed. Yes, sir. Now, in the same way that I just mentioned, don't take the cheese with Tyreek Hill, right? Calling two of the most accurate quarterback in the league is a slag on Mahomes. He's talking his guy up. And this is the way that Devontae Adams feels about Derek Carr. And this just makes me want to be more, even more all in on the Raiders. Because I bet you, if you ask Devontae Adams, and we will talk to him at some point, that if he feels part of his role in Las Vegas is, in fact, to give a target to a guy who he wants to make the Hall of Fame, that he feels a responsibility to provide the touchdowns and the targets and the catches and the yards that would be also on Derek Carr's resume, build him up, win championships, get him a ring if not two, maybe even win him an MVP award by providing that target and help him get to Canton where we all know Devontae Adams is headed. I love it. Let's go. What's next? Am what? I overreacting? I might even be overreacting. I might even have fallen into the trap. But more, I'm in. I'm more in. More Devontae touchdowns or Raider wins? Devontae touchdowns. Okay. And again, I'm trying to be consistent here. I, I think understand. he gets 14, which is two more than the 12 I gave him in the win-loss game. All right, we talked a lot last week about the Madden ratings. All that stuff came out. A lot of players had issues with where they were rated. You know, Tom Brady is the highest-rated quarterback in Madden. He's a 97. Okay. Tom Brady's the best quarterback heading into the 2022 season. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, uh, it's not an overreaction. I mean, you could make the argument. You can make the argument over and over and over and over again. Personally, I, I, I think Josh Allen's going to take another step forward. I think Gabriel Davis and I think James Cook are going to add two. Like, Davis going to take another step James up. Cook and James nice. Cook is the guy who nobody's talking about. Nobody's talking about him. So, um, I, I, how can you say that's an overreaction? I, I don't think you can. Yeah, he's 45 years old. I don't know. So what? I mean, <laughs> when are we going to stop talking about his age, man? <laughs> yeah. Honestly. You also think it's his last year? Uh, I do think it's his last year. All right, fair. But ask me that again around Halloween. (laughs) What else, Christopher? Uh, This, I I don't know, this is an overreaction, also just an observation. Nobody's talking about the Tennessee Titans. That's correct. Nobody is. You know why? They were the one seed last year. The reason why nobody talks about the Tennessee Titans is, first of all, they play in the AFC South. 
That's number one. Number two, name me outside of Derrick Henry who you have on your fantasy team from that team. Well, AJ Brown's gone now. Correct. Maybe you have Tannehill as a backup. Exactly. He's your backup. That's why. And Maybe. we all we all live in a fantasy football world. And who's who scares you? Who scares you right. from that team? Who do you circle? Who do you? Hey, it's Derrick Henry. It's Derrick Henry. And they did lose AJ Brown. And everybody saw Tannehill throw one right to the Cincinnati Bengals last year. Mm. So put it all together, and people don't talk about the Tennessee Titans. They were the one seed last year, folks. In the AFC, let's not sleep on that. So, um, I think that's why. And they also don't have uh, a star quarterback. A top tier, if you will, and we'll be talking about the athletic story where 50 NFL executives and coaches combined talked to Mike Sando about the top quarterbacks in the league, and they tiered them one through five. Hmm. Um, Five different tiers of quarterbacks. I mean, Tannehill's not even considered a top 10 quarterback in a conference where loaded now. Allen, Lamar, Joey, Justin, Russell. That's just five. That's five. Is Tannehill the best quarterback Deshaun. in his, di- his division now with Matt Ryan there? Uh, I, I mean, we can have an argument over it. That's for sure. So what else over there? What else? You I saw this yesterday, too. You know, uh, Kyler got the bag last week. And he did. He's the second highest paid quarterback now per average. Well, RG3, our buddy Robert Griffin, said Lamar Jackson should be the first $50 million a year quarterback. Is he going to get it? Um, You asked me two questions. Should he get it or is he going to get it? Should he be? Yes. Yes, he should. You know why, Chris? Because it's his turn. It's his turn. <laughs> That's preposterous. It's his Man, turn. $50 million a year? It's his turn turn it's what the market pays and mike del tufo get the drop ready that i had you create last week and any owner that doesn't like that this is part of the business this is the business we've chosen hyman roth eventual would have been had he not you know spoiler alert uh, had that awful moment uh, in the Miami International Airport. Um, <laughs> he would have been the owner of the Miami Dolphins. I think Hyman Roth would have yeah. been a part owner of the Miami oh, yeah. Dolphins. Easily. Again, owners who don't like it, this is the business you've chosen. And the business you've chosen has a market. If you hit it at the right time and you've done what you've done in your first contract, you get it. That's your bag. So... <sighs> Lamar's say. not. Lamar's going. Lamar may not get it, and RG three is not wrong. So I didn't ask. Who gave the order? Thank you very much. Thank you. Very much. <laughs> Lamar has kind of slow played this into a lot more money, though, for him potentially. I don't know what he's doing, and I have no idea. It could be like that shot I made in pickleball yesterday. You might have seen on an Instagram account or two. Might have been that shot I made in pickleball yesterday. I noticed. A great winner. A great winner. Did you mean to do it? Uh, Yeah, I did. Here's what I noticed, too. For all this great workout, didn't see you moving a lot. Oh, my God. Keep moving over there. Uh, Mr. I'm afraid of popping my Achilles over there. Another. Aren't you feeling a little sore today? I am, but I am okay. All right, uh, we've talked not a lot much about this team, <laughs> although we did last week because we had Najee Harris on. The Steelers are Mitch Trubisky's team for 2022. Nope. Nope. Kenny Pickett has not had his the last The guy's third on the depth chart? Got it. Understood. Understood. 
Understood. You think Pickett starts more games than Mitch? Yes. That's that's insane. I do. That's insane. Right now, I I feel it in my bones. <laughs> just a feeling. You're feeling so many things. I'm just hooked on a feeling. I think that maybe the tightness I, in your Achilles. I just was like uh, I'm just hooked on a feeling. Right? Does yeah. that make? Is that flash dance? Is that what that is? More than no, a feeling? No, or no, more no, than no, a feeling? No, 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 what is no, that's, it? What is, what, what is that? Flash dance is what a feeling. What a feeling? What a feeling. What a feeling. What a feeling is, uh, Dancing on the sea. Yeah, oh, okay. No, 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 I don't know what that's... No, what a feeling uh, is... We, we are totally boxing. Are we mixing oh all kinds of songs? We are mixing, we're mixing... Flash dance, what okay. a guess. That's okay. the... You were okay. right. You had it. You had it. All right, what else you got over there? All right, last one. Are you talking about Boston more than a feeling? I don't know. No, that's more than a feeling. Last one. all up. Feelings. You guys got a Last one. Have you seen all these, like, alternate helmets that are coming out these days? Okay? Some of them are cool, but... Not every team needs alternate helmets, no. and I'm looking at you, Bears. This Wait. is awful. Oh, what is that? Oh, it looks like the Browns with a yes. C on the side. This is terrible. This is terrible. This is new, announced today. As bad as the Deep Bears. Pizza. We don't I'm need this. Here's, I love are you serious? Is that real? This yeah. is real. 100% right, let talk, real. Let me talk about this for a second. Bears fans, feeling you. I feel you. Because you feel like you're not going in the right direction. You feel like things aren't going your way. And the last thing you ever thought, ever, that you would look at the field and see a play, but also see a team that looks like the Cincinnati Bengals. You don't want it. You already saw with Andy Dalton. You had enough of that. <laughs> now you got a team that actually looks like the Bengals uniform. The old Bengals, as you know. You know how I feel about the new Bengals. Well, the but, Bengals have a cool white tiger dude, helmet dude, coming out. That looks cool. The Bengals have totally reinvented themselves. This is not the cool. Old Chicago. school Bengals that the Bears never thought that they would ever be associated with with their play. Now they look this. What are they thinking? They think that some some kid out there in Winnetka is going to ask mommy and daddy for an orange helmet? Is that honestly? I, I don't know. <laughs> somebody out there in Wheeling, mom, dad, can you get me that orange helmet? It's really bad. <laughs> that I saw Justin Fields throw an interception in. Oh, come on. Did I say that? I'm not feeling a good. I don't have good feelings for his uh, 2022 season. But that's insa- That is bad. That it's, is, really, it's really bad. That is not an overreaction. It's really bad. Like the Jets' black ones are cool. The Panthers nah, have black ones black that are cool. One. Everybody goes the Patriots are going back to the white to old think that cool. That's fine. I like it. The Bengals have the white tiger one, like I just said, but that Bears one is. No bueno. No bueno. All right, that's all I got. Well done, sir. We're back. Where would, where do we go? Well, we were away for the weekend. Oh, and now, so now we're that's back. what you're saying. We're back. Yeah, I know we're back. Okay, it's Monday. We're back. You catch it. By the way, you've caught a serious groove in the non-playing season overreaction Mondays. You know, we're, we're making like, chicken we're, salad. No, but I mean, it's, it's good. It's good great. Time. You put me in positions. Yeah. Which is, I know, which is your intent. Well, as I told Morgan Freeman, life's about making decisions. Wow. I, I can never forget you said that to Morgan. I mean, I knew he you waffled. You got when he pick. waffled on choosing his he favorite. Wanna... He was like, movie. I listed four in. movies, and he's like, yes. I'm yeah. like, no. You need to pick. You got to pick one. Can't believe you actually put. And then Morgan he picked Freeman. one not on the list. He went full TJ. Morgan Freeman, which was million dollar. Ba- he put million dollar baby, <laughs> right? Is that what he chose? Right. Million dollar baby. Yeah. Oh, driving Miss Daisy. Oh, driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, yeah, you didn't put that on the list. I can't believe you didn't get backhanded. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I would we never would have thought about Will and Chris. David A. Arnold will be joining us. And then there's also a, uh, a fascinating new list of uh, quarterbacks as ranked by actual NFL coaches and executives. If you don't know about it, you won't want to miss it.
We already did a list, so it doesn't. You know. Oh yeah. We what do you mean you list. did a list? We, we already did. did we did our list. top ten yeah. quarterback lists. Or... Yeah, but this is a tier system. There's tier one, two, three, four, and five. Well, oh, oh, I can make my top ten into five tiers if you want. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't like your list anyway. Well, everyone had a problem. Did you even see it? Because I put Mac Jones. I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> did what'd you do for your birthday? Uh, super low key. Actually, a friend of mine, uh, his daughter was born the day before, so they had a party for her. Ah. And so we went over there for a little bit. Oh, nice. And then. So uh, that beautiful video of your, your boy singing. Oh, uh, he's, it's something they do at school. You know, they sing happy birthday or whatever. Mm. He really loves singing. It. It's but, so uh, great. Yeah, we just kind of, it was low key, chilled, made some steaks and had an ice cream cake. It was this great. is, this Very is, lovely. can I say something here that I know that Chris won't like, but I'm going to say it anyway. Guys. Mike. I don't. TJ, mm -hmm. what did I tell you about how, when he became a dad, he would ditch his schmecky burger draft celebration for his birthday with his no, friends? No, no, that still goes What on. did I tell you well, COVID had about a lot to do with that, it? Uh, but. What did I tell you? Listen, to, this is a man who used to get together with his friends in his favorite burger I restaurant, and everybody would Mike, get together. You I liked it, and you you would I got you, shut out the last and, and and you got you drafted what burger you that that, that you wanted to eat. TJ, and, you that, don't like and it. that and that you spent time in a restaurant potentially being served a hamburger you didn't want because it was about a draft and you didn't have the right draft order pick. The burger you wanted, you couldn't have. Like, you're going to actually spend time away from your family and your house eating something you don't want, <laughs> surrounded by people you didn't really even know. And I said, I don't want to come to one of those. And you said, good, you're not invited. And we had a whole bunch of stuff. And I said, wait till you have kids. You will take a totally different approach. And here you are, low-key, Another friend has a beautiful kid. Hung with that person. Yep. Your boy sang you, and you made steaks. Yep. Okay, in your own house. In my own house. With your own family. Yep. I made it how I wanted it. Yes. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. I mean, you're all groaned up, and you're groaned up, and you're groaned up. I mean, I am going I to Las like Vegas this a, weekend. So. I should do a, I should do a whole Vince like Vaughn. Should, should, should I get on the table? Get on the table and dance. <laughs> You'll break something over no, there, Rich. Don't hurt yourself. You're groaned up, and you're oh my God. Oh. up, and you're groaned up. <laughs> By the way, I'm cramping in my hand. I, I mean, I told Pickle. you. Pickleball. The old pickleball injury.